Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Talking about how to keep work at work and home at home. Man, you know, on a coaching call, 
last week, a coach asked me, she had said, if you were able to find an extra 90 minutes, an extra 90 minutes in a, a day, five days a week, what would you do with the 90 minutes? And, uh, and I'll ask you all that are listening right now. What would you do with the extra, extra, it is, it's a rhetorical question at this moment. I'm going to open it up later, though. But if, 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 and you know, and I thought about it for a minute, and I was like, work. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I couldn't think of anything else. I'm like, I would just work. I would work more. I like, I, I feel, because I love what I do. I did not, and I, and she was like surprised by my answer. I think she expected me to say like, oh, I would, I would spend more time with my family or I would do this or I, because, you know, I get up at 430 in the morning, I, I work out, I, I, you know, I, I take my daughter to karate, I have my, you know, I, 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 I was a coach for my nine-year-old softball team. I mean, so I, you know, I have date night, so I, I have my life, you know, I, I've, I've got a, a pretty good schedule, so I do that. So I, I invest time with the family. We, we plan our vacations out. Ahead of time, my vacations are the first thing I plan. Like, we know that the, the two vacations we go on every year, like, it's planned out before everything. So when that, when that question was posed to me, I think I just work and do better at what, I, you know, get more efficient, get better at, what, at my craft, because I love what I do. I love what I do. So... And, and I, I do, you know, it's interesting because this is an interesting topic and it keeps coming up these days. You know, a lot, a lot of us are working remotely now. And, and you know, there's that, that whole thing with, with Elon Musk about productivity. And, and my thought on this is it really depends on the person and the industry. I don't think it's a black and white answer. I think it depends on first in your industry. I think some industry, if obviously if you're in like manufacturing or something, it's going to be super difficult to work from home. But I think there's certain people that can do just fine. Now, me personally, I'll be honest. Personally, I've learned to work because I, I set up. You know, obviously when COVID hit, we all you know started you know working virtually, and I set up an office over my garage. I got a whole studio here, which is amazing kind of come up here and I'm, you know, it's kind of like my, my cave, my, I, you know, I'm up here. I spent a lot of time by myself. I'm kind of, I can be a pretty introverted person, but uh, I can be productive. I can get things done on my own, but I'll be honest with you. When I used to go into the office, I was more productive. I'm just telling you, I was more productive because of the energy, because of the people around me, or that's just me. That does I'm not saying that's for everybody. Okay, I'm just telling you that there is some benefit to that. Now, I've learned to be very productive here. But again, now, it depends on what the, the goal is, what the task is. Now, if I, need, if I need to lead generate, if I need to cold call, if I need to make calls, if I need to be proactive, then it's nice to be around other people that are doing the same thing. So I think there's a, there's a great opportunity to surround yourself with other people, with energy, when you're doing like that's what we used to go to the office for back in the day when I was selling real estate at a at a much higher level than I do now. I teach people to sell real estate now more than I sell it. I still sell it. I mean, we've got a couple closings this month, but when I used to have to lead generate, there was a ton of value in going 
to the office and hanging out with other people that were also doing it because we fed off each other. You know, but what 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 I wanna what I wanna dig down on a little bit today, you know, first off, I told you I told you I'd, you know, when the coach said, if you got an extra 90 minutes in a day, what would you do? And I, I gave you my answer. It was it was I would work. And, uh, and I'm serious. I, I, I mean, I, I, you know, who knows? Maybe I'd do some other stuff. I'd, I'd probably figure some stuff out. But it wasn't always like that. You know, I remember in 2009, I, I was making more money than I've ever made in my life. I mean, I left a job where I was making about $120,000 a year in 2012 to go into real estate. And, you know, thinking, you know, I'd make a lot more money, which I did. I made about the same amount the first year, and then I just went up from there. And in 2009, I was I was making almost four times that, and I hated, like I was so frustrated because the real estate business consumed every moment of my day. From the minute I opened my eyes in the morning. I was on, t I would like my phone was next to my bed. I'd be in text, email. I was at people's beck and call. Like, like I didn't realize it, but you know, I was working 80 hours a week and it, it consumed me. And, and the thing that I had loved so much, the thing that I had so much fun with for, for seven years was turned into something that I, didn't even want to get up and deal with anymore. And I was just frustrated and I was anxious and I, I had anxiety and it was just like, ugh. it was just like, you know, you ever feel like, ugh. you just like, I don't want to do this today. It's got to be something better. <laughs> and, and that was the moment for whatever reason, Skip, Skip Tebow was his name. He was the guy that owned the Keller Williams office. I was at, he, he brought in a speaker named John Alexandrov. And, and, uh, and I didn't even go to the event because I was too busy. I mean, come on, you know me, realtors, right? All us realtors, we're too busy to, to go to training and events like that. We're busy. So anyway, I didn't go, but what ended up happening is I was in the office and John, uh, Skip brought John <laughs> and, uh, and, and said, hey, I want to I take you guys to lunch. He's like, I want to introduce you to John Alexandrov. So I said, okay, whatever, fine. I'll, we went and had lunch across the street at Jillian's back then. It was Jillian's. <laughs> so anyway, um, John ended up, make a long story short, John ended up being my coach. He was a business coach. He was the f my first business coach. And the first thing we did was he looked at my schedule you know, after he got to know me a little bit and he sensed all my frustration and I shared with him. And the first thing we did was we looked at my, 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 my schedule. And, and we, he realized exactly what I just shared with you guys. Real estate consumed every second of my day from the moment I woke up in the morning until I closed my eyes at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock at night Whenever I got done with my emails, whenever I got done with all the stuff I was doing, transaction sheets and all this other green sheets and all these weird things that I used to do, 
right? Because uh, nobody ever taught me to be a leader. They just taught I was a doer. I could do it all. So anyway, John comes into my life, and he, we looked at my schedule, and I paid him. I, I, I remember I, I paid him $18,000 for the year. It was the most money I've ever spent at one time. Well, that's not true. I, we built a house before that, so I spent more. But to, to invest in myself, I, I put it on my Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. My American Express gold card back then, 18 grand for the whole year. It was like a discount price if you pay the year up front. And I'm like, all right, I got high expectations now. I just invested 18 grand. And the first thing he said to me is, we've got to set some standards. I said, I have standards. He says, no, we have to set some standards for you, for your schedule, for your business. I'm like, okay. Like standards, what does that mean? It means when will you work? When are you working? When are you off the clock? When are you available to people? Like this in standards, like, and I'm talking standards like, like on the inside, like I'm setting standards for myself. So if you're listening to me now and you, I'm bringing you right back to the topic, full circle, the title, how to keep work at work and home at home is set standards. Okay, one of the standards I set for myself was I made a decision that day that I would not do anything real estate related before 11 a.m. on Saturdays or after 6 p.m. on Saturdays. Think about that. That was a game changer. During the week, I made a decision that 9 a.m. was when I was on the clock. Before 9 a.m., I did not check emails anymore. I did not check texts. I did not do, I, that was it. I, I made, I set standards. Nine to seven was my schedule during the week. Nine to seven. Here's the problem with real estate. It's such a, it's such a, it can be such a weird job sometimes or, or business or whatever you want to call it because people expect you to like be on call like 24 hours for them. It's weird. Like if you call, can you just call your doctor at any time and say, hey, uh, yeah, I need to get you on the phone? Or do you, do you just call the attorney anytime? Or do you just call any business owner and just expect that they're going to be there at your beck and call at any hour? Well, that's what most of us operate like. So anyway, I set some standards for myself. And I'll be honest, at first I was, I was a little concerned. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is going to work. These standards, I mean, are people going to want to work with me if I'm not available 24 I'm not taking their calls at nine at night. I don't know. This might be a, have a problem with my business. But I'll be honest with you, it was liberating. It was liberating. It was a liberating thing to do. You know, here's another crazy standard. I'm going to say this because some of you guys are going to be like, this guy's a jerk. But I'm going to say it anyway. Another standard I had was my wife. With my wife. We're still married. We made it, we made it because because during the day I, I needed to stay very productive and what would happen is she would call and we just end up chit chatting for thirty minutes forty five minutes or whatever, 
and and just talking about nothing. So we made a standard that hey, unless there's a, like an issue or an emergency or something, we'll talk after. Like we went to lunch, like we'll have lunch and stuff, but we I had to set that standard so I could grow my business. So I could focus now because remember now, I'm going from working 7 a.m. to 11, 12 p.m. to working 9 a.m. to 7. And I still have to get the same amount or not or more done. I have to be more efficient. So now I have to get more efficient with my time. So now that I set some standards, the next step is I have to set expectations. Ooh, see, there's a difference. Does anybody want to tell me, anybody on the stage, can you tell me the difference between standards and expectations? Anybody want to take a guess at it? Yep. Awesome. Mo Monica, what, let's, let's hear that. I'd love to hear, hear your expectations are um need to be expressed need to be communicated standards you can have a standard but if you have an expectation that's not communicated then you don't have an expectation you can't expect someone to read your mind and so that's why it's important for us to convey and that goes back to what we talked about this morning with the the setting boundaries where some boundaries are fences and some boundaries are gaps and if you don't communicate using clear fences and letting people know you're lost that is so good. Thank you. That was a great, great answer. A great expect. Yeah, great, great, great example. Yeah. My, so here, and so yes. Here's. I'll, I'm gonna. Sim I'm gonna make it even simpler. But I mean, that was good. In my opinion, expectations are on the outside, and standards are on the inside. So the standards I set for myself are the inside, and expectations are how I share them on the outside with everybody else. So what I shared with, you know, about my wife is we set expectations like, hey, during the day, you know, we can talk, but we know we're not going to chat, text, email all day. You know, I set expectations for my clients. Hey, just to let you know, if before 9 a.m., you're not going to, you'll hear from me at 9 a.m. Or if it's an emergency, otherwise, you know, and there's really no emergencies, but people think there's emergencies. But otherwise, I'll be returning all calls after 11 a.m., I set standards. And oh, by the way, after 7 p.m., I will not be available. But I promise you, if it's important, I'll be back in touch with you by 9 a.m. the next morning. Now, of course, there's always got to be an, a, a, an exception to every, right? So listen, if I'm in the middle of negotiating a transaction, then I'm not going to stop and say, oh, the clock hits 7, we'll pick this up in the morning. Of course not. But that's, what, that's my point. There's, you know, there's no, really no emergencies like real estate agents act like they're like doctors like brain surgeons and we've got all these emergency things to deal with no it's just it's just our own stuff our own lack of standards and and lack of setting expectations and why don't we set expectations because we're coming from a place of 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 not wanting to lose instead of a place of playing to win. You see, when you play to win, when you're playing to win, then you're making it about yourself and your standards and your life and your quality of life and your values and, 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 and you loving what you do. So when I can say earlier, when the coach said, if you got another 90 minutes a day, what would you do? 
And I, 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 th I thought about it for 30 seconds and said, man, I'd just probably work. <laughs> I just, I can't, I do more. Because I, I love what I do. You know, that's, that's the bottom line, right? I, I, have, I have standards. I have, I set expectations with people. I play to win. That's it. I'm playing to win. I'm building a business. I'm playing to win. Now, there's a great book, by the way. There's a great book by uh, Gary Keller. And it's, uh, it's called The One Thing, The One Thing Book. If you haven't read it, I would read it. I'm a, I am a, well, I haven't taught it in so long because I haven't been at Keller Williams, but there's a, there's a place in there he talks about balance and he talks about different stages, different phases of life where sometimes you're more balanced. Like you're, you, so they, it's like there's no absolute balance, like counterbalance. Right? Because sometimes you're spending a lot of energy on one thing, like you have to. Right? Like, so for me, I stepped out of my real estate sales business that was funding my life in, in about almost two years ago now. And I'm building a training and coaching business that's funding my life. And it's starting to really fund, which is amazing. And, you know, we've bought real estate, we've done some other things. So right now, a lot of my time and energy is in that direction, where I am in this phase of my life. But the key thing I just want to get at, and I'm going to bring you back, and I want to open it up because we've got, we've got nine minutes left, is, is set those standards for yourself. First, figure out those standards. Like, what is acceptable when it comes to keeping work at work and home at home? What is your standard? And then once you become crystal, I mean crystal clear, meaning if some if they, if I if I was coaching you and I says, man, if we get you another 90 minutes in a day, what are you gonna do with that 90 minutes? Write that down. Write that down. Write that question down. Seriously, take your pen, write it down. Like, if I had another 90 minutes, what would I do with it? And there's no wrong answer here. But that's, that's what we're talking about. Like, what would you do with that? So what standards and what expectations are you going to set for yourself? So I'm going to put that out there as a question. And then, and then I'm going to, you know, when we got about two minutes left, I'm going to take it back. So we've got about six or seven minutes to share. Love to hear from a few people. Um, by the way, uh, Christina posted a link to the sales playbook, which is my book I wrote in 2016. It's the 11 simple strategies to close more sales. It's a phenomenal book as a, a chapters on the disc chapter on follow up chapter on building rapport, connecting all kinds of uh, awesome stuff. 11 simple strategies, to close more sales is it's an ebook right now. I, it is a hard copy. We do have a hard copy as well. If you go to Amazon, you could probably buy it a hard copy. It's 20 bucks. Or $21. But you can get the ebook right now if you want. This is a real ebook. It opens in an ebook reader. It's only $4.97 if you use that link. If you go to Amazon, you pay 10 bucks for the same thing, by the way. So use that link. You can buy the book. And here's what we're doing today. For everybody that registers today to get the book, I'm actually going to give you my second book for free. And here's get this. Here's the title of my second book. Five Simple Strategies to Get Control of Your Life and Schedule. And the first two strategies I'm sure anybody can guess are 
standards, and expectations. And then there's three more. So buy the book now, five bucks, $4.97. You get the second book. And if you feel like you got some value from what I shared, then, you know, hey, it's a tip and bonus, bonus. You get a book that will 10x your thinking and 10x your sales when it, com when it comes to sales. So that said, I want to open it up. I want to hear from a few people. What you can either, here's what you can share. You can share, number one is, what standards and expectations are you going to put in place? Or you can say, hey, here's my takeaway from, from listening to you, David. So that's what we're sharing now, and we're going to go uh, for, I don't know, we got time for maybe three shares or so. So let's, uh, who wants to open up and share? Give me a, I can mic flash or just speak it or whatever you want to do. Just, just speak. So we'll just let the silence do the heavy lifting. That's, that's what I, that's a great David, tactic, by the way. In, <laughs> in coaching, David. though, I'll tell you, that, that silence works phenomenal. Yes, Christina. Hey, you, you spoke about um, standards and expectations. Um, and then Monica, I know she chimed in earlier. She had a segment this morning talking about boundaries, right? And it is very important that we set those standards, those boundaries. Uh, you talked about um, how people, you know, were expecting you to be there every time they called on you. Um, you know, people will steal our time. And so it's very important that we put those boundaries and standards in place because um, they will try to steal our time. So I think it's extremely important that we get those set. Um, so that's what I had to, that's what I had to say. Extremely important that we get those set because people will steal your time. We have to teach people how to treat us. So we have to get those boundaries and standards in place. I'm done. Awesome, Christina. Thank you for that. Okay. Who else wants to add anything on that? Let's see. It's easier if you just speak up because, hey, by the way, I see Megan's on the stage. Megan and I are doing a podcast at 11. Looking forward to that. So you guys, we're going to do it right here on Clubhouse. Uh, we'll pop up a room and run a podcast. So looking forward to that, Megan, at 11. All right. Anybody else want to share? Because I, I can definitely just continue talking. So trust me. David, I'd be happy to share again if it's okay. This is yeah, Monica. Monica. Sure. Um, exactly what Christina said was actually some of the notes I had written down, which is about the clients who have this expectation that that others will respond, business people specifically will respond in 2.2 seconds after they reach out to you, no matter what time it is. Sometimes that's um, because they don't respect your time because they don't respect their own time, first of all. So you, you can get a little bit of context perhaps on where that comes from. But um, the other thing to remember too is that when you respond to those people, that is exactly what you train them that you will do, is respond to them. And so that goes to where does that urge come from to respond? That comes from a scarcity mindset, right? That comes from a, like you said earlier, if I don't respond, what will happen? You know, will I lose this business? And it takes a little bit of, it takes a little bit of um, guts, especially if you're not, you know, really super duper thriving yet in your business to hold that boundary and hold that line. But ultimately you do serve yourself by doing that. So I thought that was a really good point uh, that Christina made. And um, I did have actually awesome. another thought, but it's gone from my head now. So I'll leave it at that. No, that's amazing. That's perfect. So I'm going to bring you back to where I started. Working 80 hours a week, stressed out of my mind. Don't even want to go to work. Want to find a new career. 
hired my coach, John Alexandrov. God rest his soul, by the way. He passed away a few years ago. He became a good friend of mine. Used to go met, meet, um, visit him every year. He lived out in Newport, Rhode Island. And within two years, I was working 40 to 50 hours a week doing more production and making more money. Think about that. I cut my schedule almost 25%, making more money. Our business is doing more production. It's liberating. It's, it's life-changing. Like, there's a great question. <laughs> How is that going to make you feel? I wanna, I want, I'm going to ask you all to write down this question right here. This is a great, great question. And I came across it recently. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting certified as a success coach. I'm also a Cardone licensee. I have my own coaching, real estate specific. I have a real estate specific coaching for real estate agents and training, by the way. Just an FYI. Got uh, over 60 clients right now realtors and we're growing but um great question that i was posed the other day if i want to change write this down who do i need to become who do i need to become to be able to set the right standards for myself to be able to set the right expectations for myself? That's the question. Who do I need to? See, that's a deeper question than what do I need to do? Because we all tend, and this, I'm not going to go, well, we got a minute, so I can't go too far with this. But I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you an identity type question this, instead of a action type, results type, activity type question like who do we need to become so that's it it's 10 a.m man we got a treat coming up for y'all we got jude we got nate and he, they yeah, they're just absolute killers and they they bring it every single tuesday at 10 a.m so i want to make sure i end on time so i want to say i appreciate you again go to the link there click it get a copy of my book we'll send you a copy of my second book for free as well Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.